All right, all right, all right. You know what time it is. That's right. It's time for your favorite episode of We Everywhere, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you wanted me to do the country accent, too? (laughs) I'm your host, Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) (laughs) Matthew Matthew McConaughey. And joining me is Nomar Nalsabar. <laughs> I don't know why that one actually. Ple- pleasure to be here. <laughs> pleasure to be here, man. <laughs> what the- I don't know. What's up, guys? How you know you what doing? it is. <laughs> I'm Nadia. This is Omar. And we have arrived once again to another Thursday. Let's get it on. <laughs> As always, you can expect nothing but the best from us. <laughs> completely I'm back. Rehearsed. I'm back. Polished. It's like we I'm never back. left. You know? Oh, it kills goodness. Omar. He loves a good, perfect, clean cut, perfectly packaged show <laughs> that we will never have. <laughs> I think that's why I enjoy doing this so much because it's never it's, it's never perfect. So it feels it, it feels like uncomfortable for you. No, it's like exciting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, it's like okay. A different kind of excitement. Got it. Got it. You just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, you're just like, oh, it's going to be great. And that, I hope that's, uh, I hope that's what the listeners are. Is that is that <laughs> what it's banking f- on as well? <laughs> is that what it feels like to be in a relationship with me? <laughs> what do you mean, like excited all the time? Oh yeah, you excite me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm engorged. <laughs> What a word, engorged. Oh, guys, another week has come and gone and come and gone and come and gone again. (laughs) But uh, we're here to honestly um, eliminate some of these notes that we have piled up. (laughs) That's the only reason. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, I just, um, just to to skip ahead, uh, I mean... We'll we'll get to the show, the meat and potatoes of the show. Nothing really happened this week that I can remember to me personally that I would like to share with you guys. <laughs> so <laughs> we're just going to skip all that unless you have something you want to share personally that happened to you. Nope, no, nope. no, no. I mean, it sounds like you were going somewhere. Like- oh well, I was just I didn't I didn't want to discount in case you were like no 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 oh, something amazing happened at work and I was gonna <laughs> say it right now. Unlikely story. It's exactly uh, <laughs> what I sound like. When I hear the show back, that's how I hear. Anyways, I was going to. Sh- we were going to jump right into what we've been watching. Um, and one of the things that we literally just finished watching was was it the gentleman? Is that what it was called? I don't yeah, even know what it was called. It's a Guy Ritchie movie. Yes. called the gentleman. I want to say it's from 2019. Yeah. Or 2020. Something. Yeah, I'm, I'm late to the game. I know you had seen it. But we just finished watching it. Matthew McConaughey is uh, one of the main stars in that movie and um, yeah. uh, kills it. It was a great movie. I really liked it a lot. Yeah, it's it's actually, it's really, it's a Guy Ritchie movie, like we said. Um, and much like his, any anything that's kind of set in London, <clears throat> excuse me, like, you know, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels or... Um, rock and roller snatch or anything that's like that kind of guy Richie. like this is my, what i created this is what i've always he's put in out. his terrain it's it's yeah it's yeah. always really good um it's always fast paced it's never boring the right. story jumps around so right not in a confusing way no but in but, a way you know, that a way you that can't like, predict okay. yeah and 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 it, it keeps you at least me, it keeps me like on my toes, like wanting to know where the story's going. Right. So that's literally what we were watching before. <laughs> and he's great. At, he's great at casting. I mean, not that yeah. he does the casting, but you know his movies. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but because all this- very attractive men, <laughs> the creme de la creme, <laughs> and the styling. Oh my god! Forget about it. The whole movie, I was like, oh, that suit, oh, that jacket. <laughs> Yeah, it was all menswear, and I was just obsessed. <laughs> we're watching it, and and Nadia's literally like, "That's the best this particular actress ever looked in any movie." You know, he's like, "Man, Charlie Hunnam looks." Yeah, it was Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant looks. I was like, like "That's the best amazing. Hugh Grant's ever." That that is a look like that leather. That's jacket. a good look. <laughs> I love a colored lens. Yeah, he looked great. The whole styling. No, it was a great, great movie. If you guys haven't checked it out, 
Um, definitely recommend you guys see that if you have not seen it already. But um, what else did we watch? Well, um, <laughs> we really did want to start the show off. Um, we had we had an intention of how we to did start. we did <laughs> we had talked about it. But, I squashed it, but no. Well, that's that's the beauty of the show. Like it always goes wherever it wants. Oh, but okay. I did want to hit it, and I did want to say a huge thank you to everybody that sent us ah yes um, indeed you know positive messages or you know words of comfort or support. Um, from some, you know what we touched on on the last episode it means a lot thank you so much yes absolutely um i did i got a lot of really sweet dms from other women other female listeners of the show who have also unfortunately uh experienced a miscarriage as well um and just kind of like showing you know i i know what you've gone through and I support you. I'm here for you. That kind of thing. So that was really sweet. And I appreciate everybody, you know, reaching out and doing that. Cause here we are. We're in that club now. Fucking sucks, but it's life. Tis life. Yeah. It's just really, it, it's really awesome. Um, that we, we basically just, you guys know, we do the show at the house. We put it out ourselves. Uh, and the fact that anyone listens is, is amazing to us. But the fact <laughs> that people, will reach out with something that they've heard on the show. You know, usually it's obviously positive. Uh, we always try to keep it light, but when we touch on something a little meatier, heftier, uh, to still see that, you know, people are still there for it or there for us is, is really inspiring. And we, we honestly, we really appreciate it. Absolutely. We got to stop acting like nobody listens to our show. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like it's one day we're gonna be like, <laughs> we have so many listeners. I know you're out there. <laughs> No more it's, negative talk. Like 2022. A, is that what it is? Nice. So we have thousands upon thousands of listeners out there. <laughs> Can you hear me? Have you seen Yellow Jackets? Oh my goodness! What a show and what a transition. <laughs> Keep it going. It's amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about Yellow Jackets. I think we we might have mentioned it once or twice, but we finally got to the season finale. Um, and it was honestly one of the shows that we've been really, really into. Like I haven't gotten into a show like that in a while. Yeah, it was really was, like, good. Expecting the next episode or waiting for it, you know, to to release so I could like, unfortunately, so I could finish it. But it's more like yeah, so that I could watch more of it because that's really what you want. You want something that you don't want to stop watching. Exactly. Uh, should we preface this conversation with a um? Why am I blanking on my words? Like a spoiler warning? Yes, thank you. A spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, sure, if you don't want to... Shall we do that? If you don't want to hear anything about the show, you haven't watched it yet, um, I don't know, go hit your little fast forward <laughs> button a couple times and yeah. you will probably be done with it. Stay up all night long, <laughs> go to work late, <laughs> do whatever you can to watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we really, really, really enjoyed it. I totally agree. It's definitely a binge-worthy show. And that's the thing is that you and I haven't really gotten to that place as of, uh, until now where we were literally on a week-to-week basis with the show. Like, that's something we used to do back in the day. And then now you get all these... You know, you get all these uh, streaming services where they just are like, boom, boom, boom. Here's the entire series. Go. Mm-hmm. And then you're just able to binge watch. So we we did that with um, it was like every week was a new episode of Yellow Jackets, Dexter. And then Curb. it was Queen Queen Curb, Curb Your Enthusiasm. We've been waiting. Mm-hmm. Queen of the Universe. <laughs> <laughs> you could which wait. we talked about last week. <laughs> yeah. But well, yeah, you're right. That there's a lot of, uh, particularly Netflix shows that they'll drop it all at once or something like right. that. Right. Um, I watch a lot of stuff that obviously you're not watching, like particularly, particularly the Marvel stuff. So that'll always come out week to week. Mm-hmm, so, but somehow, even those shows, although I'm into them, like the Star Wars stuff, the Marvel stuff, whatever. The this one, I liked it because it was the story was pretty good. You know it was I mean? unique. It wasn't like anything we've seen yeah, before. It's like, okay, I know about people getting lost in the woods and having to survive. Okay, that that is not like, what? I've never heard of anything like that. Right. But the fact that they don't deliver the story 
in a linear fashion so that right. you absolutely know what's going on. It's a lot of flashbacks and stuff like that. Um, I liked it, and it just kept getting weirder. Every episode got like weirder yeah. and weirder and weirder. So it felt like the show was evolving into something different than what it started as. So speaking of that, like the the drop-ins in the beginning, one of the first little um, flashbacks, or actually flash-forwards, if you will, because they're showing what happens later, um, you see a girl running in the forest, and she falls into a hole and falls onto these, like, I don't know, metal rod, spike type, whatever, sharp, and she dies, right? And she's wearing, like, a nightgown, and she's got a necklace on. Mm-hmm. And like the whole time you're just kind of like that that's how it kind of starts and you're just like who was that? Who do you think it was? Like and I think you and I both kind of formulated that we thought it would be Jackie. Right. And come to the last episode I was like that's how Jackie dies. <laughs> <laughs> that's it? <laughs> like that part I was a little like ah. Yeah. Why did she have I to mean, die like that? That's not what I pictured. But now we still don't know who fell into the hole, spikes, and died. Right. So that's still an unsolved mystery. Yeah, we. I didn't know if it was going to be a continuing series or if it was something that was just a one-off. Limited, yeah. So when we got to episode nine of the ten, I remember just thinking, like, man, they've got a lot of work to do in this next episode. Mm-hmm. To tie everything up. Because mm-hmm. I was somehow I was assuming that they were gonna that was it. Um, but they didn't do it that way. They answered some stuff, but not really, and kind of are stringing you along, but it's not in a it's not in a way that doesn't feel rewarding. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like that was my problem with like let's say manifest. Mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. to bring that shit up again. Oh god. Can we leave it in it, the past? It was like this show's never it's not going anywhere. Yeah. It, it, you know, it it wasn't doing what this show does. I hate when shows do that. So, yeah, I mean, like we said before, the show is about a girls' soccer team that gets stranded in the woods when their plane goes down. Mm-hmm. But the main actresses, uh, Melanie Linsky and Juliet Lewis, Christina Ricci, and... Um, Which, fun fact... <laughs> what? That's one of Omar's celeb crushes. <laughs> so random. Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci of it all. Yeah. We go way back. <laughs> um, but it's it's them three and then Tawny Cypress, who plays Taisa. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of thinking, okay, only four right. of these girls made it Just out made alive. Made it out, yeah. What about all the guys? What about this and that? So it it does have a lot more story to tell. Mm-hmm. And I think season two is going to hopefully, you know, it'll come hopefully out soon. It keeps, yeah. <laughs> And keeps getting keeps uh, getting better. Cause they don't leave us high and dry. It was honestly, it was a really good show. Uh, we can't recommend it enough. Um, what did you think about the random bear scene? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. They're, okay, they're in the woods. I accept that they're going to have to learn how to hunt. They kind of know almost right away because uh, it's not like they're in there with sticks and stones. Like they yeah. do. There is like a. They do find a cabin and they, they do have a gun. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'll, I'll get it. They'll be hunting certain things. But as the show got weirder and as more of like a mystif- like mysticism type of situation going on. Right. Like, is, will there be spirits involved? Right. Will there be possession involved? Mm-hmm. Who knows? There's a scene where a bear comes into their camp and a girl kills it. Well, it's the, what's her name in the show? I can't remember. I think she's um, a model. She's yeah, the one, she's the character that gets Lottie. possessed. Her, her name is Lottie. Lottie. She's a character who originally gets possessed. Mm-hmm. And there's like some, they have like a seance type thing. And then the spirit comes in her. And then after that, she's been acting really weird. So she also made a comment that they weren't going to have to worry about food much longer or food was going to come or something like that. And then lo and behold, they're just chilling on their front porch of their log cabin and out of the bushes comes a big grizzly bear just walking all docile towards them. <laughs> and, like, she goes right up to it and just stabs it. And then they feast. <laughs> yeah, it's just the fact that you're going to kill a bear with one knife knife wound. Is, no struggle. It's preposterous. It's, 
it's beyond I, like that. That she didn't one, even stab it in like the brain or anything. Didn't she stab it like the back or some weird know. place? I don't know. That one. That one was a little too much for me. Yeah, I agree. Like, they were already they lost. They were there. already kind of treading on thin ice with the like sex scene. That they oh, had. not the sex scene. You know, it come was just like, on. come on. You're taking some liberties on what I'm supposed to believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's a sex scene uh, between uh, Jackie and uh, what's his Travis. name? Travis. And it's both of their first time. And it does not look like it is their first time. There is no awkwardness. Uh, <laughs> they both come, probably simultaneously. <laughs> simultaneously, simultaneously. Simon says, "Come." <laughs> and uh, if you've ever had sex before, I can guarantee that was probably not what your first time looked like. <laughs> <laughs> For most of us, oh, that's so. Funny. It was just kind of like, come on, she's a high school girl. Like, it just please. I hate when they do that in shows and movies. <laughs> or there's no foreplay and she's instantly wet. <laughs> and they just jack it right in and then they go they always go <gasps> <laughs> Jack it right in. They jack it right in. It's like, come on. It's, none of this is real. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. We know it. It's so annoying. But yeah, so that that was an unrealistic scene. The bear was unrealistic, you know, but... Oh, oh my God. Um, I will say, I think one of my favorite characters, I think is Christina Ricci's character. Um, What's her name again? Her name is Misty. That's right, Misty. I forget everybody's name. <laughs> Don't worry, I got you. <laughs> uh, I really like Misty's character. She's such a freak and I love it. Like, sh- she's so weird and... Like you can see when she's in the scene and like something is happening that is awkward or just uncomfortable and you can see her like smiling in delight in the background yeah. because she's like relishing in the moment. Yeah. She's like a, she's a bit of a Kevin. Uh, what is it? Yeah. Um, she's a soul. Um, what's his name? Oh my God. She, Robinson. Ke- Oh, oh my god, that's gonna Kevin, go. no. Oh my god, stop. We're talking about uh Colin Robinson. Colin Robinson <gasps> from what we do in the shadows. She yeah, she's a bit of an energy vampire. Yes, she's um, an energy vampire all day. But I'll also say like the because the cast is you know young the young girls and then you know the women, um sometimes that's kind of weird, like you know, you're like, ah, this it doesn't look like this kid would grow up to be this woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but the actresses uh, the that they have that play, you know, basically the teenage girls, it's really good. Down to like mannerisms. I agree. You're like, yeah. Yeah. You're like, she definitely grows up to be Juliet Lewis. I agree. And she definitely grows up to be Christina Ricci. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, really good. Speaking of that, <laughs> mm-hmm. have you ever seen the movie Now and Then? I have seen the movie. Do you remember when they turned Christina Ricci into into Rosie Rosie O'Donnell? O'Donnell, You know I fucking remember that shit. You were like, this is is madness. I left the fucking theater. I was like, I will not watch this shit. What the fuck? You weren't buying it? No, no, I didn't go see that in the theater. But imagine if I get up. Dude, that movie, there was a scene. What what was it? What was it called again? Now Now and then. then, Right? So I was, we were were in, um... I was in the sixth grade when that movie came out. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I loved that movie. We went to a sleepover for <laughs> a girl in my class, her birthday. We did like a girl's sleepover and we mm-hmm. watched that movie and we kept trying to pause it in the scene where the girls, <laughs> the girls steal the boys clothes when they're in the water and they're swimming. Uh-huh. And then they're like naked swimming and they're like doing backflips and all this kind of stuff. And then they run to go get their clothes. And like, we kept pausing it, trying to see if we could see their penises. <laughs> <You're trying> to- <laughs> and we were like squealing. <laughs> it's just so, so typical. <laughs> I think you can see it guys. Right there. <laughs> like you couldn't see any of it. Oh, this movie came out when I was 15. Dude, this movie's excellent. So <laughs> I love that movie. 
I do. I I don't even know what it was about, but I know it was like about a a, a group of friends. And it's a coming of age kind of story, right? It's yeah. just like flashback to them when they're young kids, which they grew up in, like the, it was like the seventies, I think, mm-hmm. and um, then they flash back to their current day and just all the shit that they're dealing with. It's a great movie. It's. Are you looking at I'm who looking, was casted I'm, as I'm who? I'm looking at the picture right now. It's like y'all, y'all did Christina dirty. <laughs> No disrespect to Rosie and all her and all her money, and she was uh, actually a pretty good stand-up comic. But and she was popping at that time too. Popping, but that's, that's that's when so she had funny. her show. <laughs> yep, uh, Demi Moore, Melanie Griffin. You gonna tell me that that Thora Birch, Thora Birch is gonna grow up to be Melanie Griffin? I could see it. Get out! Look of at here. those lips. I see it. It was good. It was a really good movie. But yeah, that's just <laughs> reminded me of that. So funny. You know what? Speaking of stuff that um, we saw when we were younger. Um, so I have this in, in the notes. Um, but obviously everybody knows uh, Bob Saget died. I know. And, you and know, Betty White. And yeah, definitely Betty White. Um but I and I, I will say I watched both of their shows mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah, I mean the Golden Girls was always already in hilarious. Well, I don't even know if it would be reruns because I'm old, so my <laughs> shit might have been brand new. <laughs> Possibly <laughs> might have been brand new. Possibly, but uh, best old lady shade ever. Oh uh, man, and I definitely remember America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, see, I watched Full House, right? But, but I, you were probably not. I didn't fuck with Danny. Like, I didn't like Danny Tanner. Yeah. Like, I was like, yo, their dad's. He was just a dad. He was just the dad, right? Yeah. So I was like, whatever. But America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, it was that great. It was, man, that was a game changer for TV. Like, it you was. could watch people get hurt on TV. That was before YouTube, before well, yeah. access to anything. And that was the beginning of it all, really. Yeah. I mean, because. I mean, who knows if they were doing it in other countries, but it's like, as far as I know, there was like a candid camera. Uh, you know, uh-huh. There was candid camera where it was like, remember people, real TV, like pranks, real TV, but real TV came after. Oh, okay. Um, but America's funny. Some videos was, you know, you know, normal people fails. Now you can just go on YouTube and watch fails all day. Yeah. yeah. A fail network on like some <laughs> of these free TV services what? or whatever. Not a whole network. Yeah. Like, well, that's, <laughs> that's how they compile it or whatever. But, um, did your family watch that? Oh, absolutely. It was like, one of the top shows that as a family together we would watch it was like oh it's coming on and we would run remember the song how did the song go i could hear it in my head but i can't no i, don't, I, don't know I keep hearing hey dude <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> not that again <laughs> no oh you but it had it, it totally, had a sound like that you totally kicked it out of my head with that pull shit. it up oh Red, white, and blue, the funniest things you do. America, America, this is you. <laughs> Which is so sad. But it was like, because that's America. And it was everybody acting like. like <laughs> <fools>. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch of asses. <laughs> no, it was the same in my house. Like, we, we used to watch it all the time, and my dad would just be dying. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was great. Um, my dad, too. He loved and, it. And I, I, okay. You know how you have these memories and you're like, this could have happened. I'm pretty sure it happened. I'm or gonna, did I I'm make it up? I'm not call and find out, but I'm pretty sure this out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that my uncle tried to create one of those videos to send it in. Recreate? Like not recreate, but like make his own video. Uh, okay. But like really instagram style where it was fake as shit uh, you know what i mean like okay what was he trying to do do you he, remember he, i remember he came over with a cake and we all like saying happy birthday or whatever and then he was gonna we were like bite the cake or something and he like sneezed and threw his face in the cake uh, it was like something really corny like that that's you terrible I mean? but i remember i was like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> Uh, he thought it was he, gonna be was a like, hit because we knew i knew it wasn't his birthday yeah but he was just like no and he was telling my dad like film this and you know make sure whatever 
And I was just like, oh, and I, you know, didn't realize that we were on a, we had made an America's Funniest Home Video, but he never sent Where it in or anything. Where is that tape now? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? It's on some VHS somewhere in somebody's <laughs> garage or a crawl space. But I, I do, I do remember that. That's funny. <laughs> so that makes you think too. People were probably making all kinds of crazy videos and sending them in. Oh man, absolutely. Um, actually, I think in like some interviews. Bob Saget had talked about uh, epi- not episodes, videos that they couldn't air. Mm-hmm. Like they were either too like people were getting like their arms broken and shit like that, <laughs> or it was some stuff that <laughs> too like, graphic. Yeah, I think he told a story once about a video they got because you know they would as the show got popular they would do like animals messing up or you know like yeah or whatever like a quick animal video segment or something like that. And he said he had one where a monkey was like digging in his butt mm-hmm. and then smelling his finger and he passes out on the tree. Uh, You've yeah. probably seen the I've video. I've seen that, now. yeah. But it was there first and the network wouldn't allow them to air it. That's hilarious. But he was like, yeah, that's one of the funniest videos I think that I think that we ever had. But <laughs> they we, wouldn't... we couldn't air it. What? Yeah. Different times. They were like, no, we can't let that happen. <laughs> They're like, this is wholesome television. <laughs> A monkey smoking is smell smoking. Smoking <laughs> a monkey smoking. Man, they show all kinds of shit now. Yeah, but I mean, then they, you know, it got taken over. Obviously, when he when he left or whatever, you know, it just it. I, I would say that it's it was on up to like what I don't a know. Tom Bergeron, what's his name? Is that who yeah, took over? But yeah, I mean, it took over. It was on a long there for time. a while. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, that was just it's just the way to be like, damn. Bob I mean. Yeah, and they, they, from what we've heard, we haven't heard any reasons why. They said they didn't see any drug use around. There was no, you know, suspicion yeah. of that. But, you know, just kind of makes you wonder, like, what the heck happened? Because he uh, wasn't that old. Was he like 65 or something like that? Yeah, you know what? I'm not even sure. Uh, for me, it's, it's unfortunate because when I do hear that stand-up comedians die particularly when they die on the road. Yeah. I always kind of do the math and figure it's drugs, unless it's like, oh, this person had health problems, so they had a heart attack or whatever. But Yeah. Or because be- I know from not only interviews or from comedians. Well, yeah, it I goes hand in like hand. That. It's just it's like, just, you know, it's, it gets lonely. Yeah. It's what we, you know, you just end up doing drugs. Once you're on it, it's really hard, depending yeah. on the drugs that you get on. But I'm not saying that's what happened. I hope that's not what happened. But either way, it's it was still sad news. Yeah, I mean Betty White was sad, but I kind of was like, you know, <laughs> you you I was more expecting that than you know Bob Saget. Or yeah, something, of course. You know, just... I mean, she was almost a hundred, <laughs> and that's the sad part. She almost made it. She was like two weeks shy of it of being a hundred, hitting a hundred. But I mean, just... shit, that's a long time. A long time. <laughs> that's a long, long time. Do you want to live that long? Would you want to? I don't think you are. No, but... nah, not particularly. <laughs> so fucked up. I think I'd live long enough. <laughs> I'm like, being I'd be shocked if you made it to 99. <laughs> the way that you take care of yourself. <laughs> Blown away. Just, I mean, just by sheer will. Like, uh, what's his name? Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones. <laughs> it's just like, I'm just going to outlive them all. I mean, yeah, I would be blown away. I don't know if I would want to live that long. I mean, it's pretty epic. It's kind of like go big or go home, you know. I, we, <laughs> but right, I mean, the years—the years are basically down to quality of life. You know what I mean? What are you doing at? For yeah, of course. I feel like the <sighs> Betty White, as far as we know it, right? From what we saw, she was still kicking. Saw, it was like, yeah, you know, she was still on doing stuff, still ready to go, and that's great. She took care of herself, I would assume. Yeah, you know? and but a lot. I mean. A lot of people don't have the the ability to stay as busy as she stayed. Yeah, which she kept I think working. Plays a big role in how mm-hmm. that downward slide of life yeah goes. I agree. You know, like I I've heard you know just other people say that when they retire, they end up not having shit to do, and it it like aids in the breakdown of yeah your body or your quality of life or something like that. So if you have you heard. Uh, if you don't lose it, you lose it. If I, I mean, don't lose it, no. If you, I haven't heard that. <laughs> wow. 
If you don't use it, you'll lose it. <laughs> Rewind. I want to put that on a shirt. If you don't lose it, you lose it. <laughs> so, wait, so did I didn't lose Mark, it. Mark, you could go ahead and get rid of that part. Okay. You know what to do? Clean it up. Clean it up. Clean it up. <laughs> Make me look cool. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, RIP to two legends. Um, sad to see people go. And it's sad because not, like we're getting older and therefore <laughs> the personalities, comedians, actors, singers, musicians, all those people that we grew up with are getting obviously older along with us. And we're starting to see the legends we grew up with pass. And it's just... <sighs> I mean, it's sad. And uh, the wheel of time. You know, you can't escape it. Um, Obviously not. Speaking of, of an absolute legend um, that's still kicking, uh, Dame Helen Mirren. <laughs> All right. She's a dame. How old is she? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I know that she's a dame. <laughs> um, she hosted the Hogwarts Tournament of Houses that we touched on, I think, before we before we had that break um but it was basically a harry potter trivia show that we ended up watching because of all of this harry potter reunion stuff that just went on and for people that are into harry potter i'm sure it was like really fun yeah but for people who aren't yeah it's not for them what they you... obviously didn't watch it no but i know people who are into it who were still like nah <laughs> i didn't care enough to watch it. oh the tournament yeah and it made me laugh because i was like well does that mean that i'm like way more of a like dork for this probably <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because there's literally none of that i don't in integrate any of that stuff really into my life you know what no I mean? like, but it's not you're not like OD on like memorabilia and you're not dressing like one like you're not that kind does yeah. it mean that it's a different well I was going to say a different level but I guess if you're even committing to dressing like that that is a different level <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know you're on a different level <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah you're just a fan of the books and of the film and you're a movie buff so you know all the facts and a show like that is interesting to you. And it was even interesting to me more so to kind of see what you knew. <laughs> right? like, I probably could only answer like five of them. <laughs> and I've seen Harry Potter quite a few times, like the whole series quite enough to. Yeah. Enough that you thought you would have done better. Yeah. <laughs> and those questions were impossible. Like it. Wow. It was crazy. It, it was good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. But um, yeah, that's not going to be something everybody's going to enjoy. That's definitely a niche type show that, yeah, it's right. not for everyone. <laughs> and I, I will say that the funniest thing was the house that won. Because, mm -hmm. you know, it was, it was divided between the four houses of the school or whatever, you know. Um, and the one that won was Hufflepuff. Mm -hmm. Right? Which is the one that I like to give Nadia shit about. <laughs> you know being or whatever or it's the one that i feel like gets the least respect even yeah. in amongst <laughs> like, oh huffles <laughs> you so know who was, you are that was really cool to see but we watched that pretty much because we were waiting for the reunion to come out yes which came out on new, new year's. year's day mm -hmm. uh of course i had covid so i waited until you know we we got to sit together to watch it what'd you think of that I freaking loved it. <laughs> I laughed. I cried. I reminisced. I thoroughly enjoyed that reunion. I think they did an excellent job. Um, and yeah, I just kind of got a behind the scenes of everything and just kind of like they got all the characters. Well, not all of them, but a good majority of characters together and talked, you know, they had Emma and <laughs> here Daniel, I go with the names Daniel again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like i know their names but once i need to know them my mind blinks right well <laughs> i mean it doesn't matter <laughs> you're not gonna call them <laughs> sorry daniel <laughs> anyways yeah 
Go. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say that there's been a lot of reunions um, going on. You know, let's say the last big one was the Friends one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And again, we're huge fans of Friends, but that reunion wasn't as good as this reunion. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I don't know what the arguments would be on why one would be better than the other. Well, because but- that was a TV series and this was an epic movie series that was like yeah, but theatrical I mean, and well yeah it, it was more drama to yeah. lean into to be to be fair they had like amazing sets to go back yeah to. <laughs> that's that is true that is true there's just a more there's an ele- element of drama and elevation that friends can't have because it's just a comedy show you know mm-hmm. yeah and i i really like that they had the separate conversations or stuff with with the groups of actors Mm -hmm. everything was already obviously filmed nothing was live in front of an audience or anything like that Mm -hmm. um but it was cool because it's like okay you can just get this perspective and this perspective without everybody in the cast trying to talk about one particular scene or something like that Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think say if you guys didn't watch that uh if you're even at all interested in those movies the reunion was totally just well, totally let's be real. Watch. If they're real Harry Potter fans, they've already watched it. They're like, you guys are mad late. <laughs> yeah. And that's because, like we said at the beginning, we're just knocking <laughs> shit off the list, guys. <laughs> we just want to let you know we saw it we and we liked know. it. And <laughs> so, you should watch it, yeah. too. <laughs> Don't be giving us no shit talking about we didn't watch the reunion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you know what else we watched? Let's talk about two more things that we watched, and then we're going to get into our um, spicy chicken journey. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Let's do that. Um, so another thing that we watched was the Ken and Barbie Killers. Did you guys watch that, anybody? That is on, what was that on? That is on uh, Discovery Plus. Discovery Plus. Um, or, or I'm sure just the Discovery Channel for people who have cable. Right, right, right. <laughs> we don't even, we have all apps. Uh, that was an interesting story that kind of started off a little slow, and I kind of thought I knew where it was going, and then it definitely took a turn. And because I was like, how are they tying her in? And then it kind of unravels, the story unravels, she unravels, and you see kind of like this darker side of her. And yeah. I'm like, I don't want to give too much away on this one. <laughs> right, because this one, I think it's it's relatively new. But if you haven't seen it, give it a, give it a shot. It's interesting because the story, at least the way the commercials had it, was like, you know, they're named the Ken and Barbie killers because they're amazing good looks. No, they're extreme, extreme good, good looks. Extreme good looks. Let me, let me tell you something. They are moderately attractive people. <laughs> yeah, but and this was like the 90s and they were white. Right, because <laughs> so. he, had, he had frosted tips that made him fucking amazing. Like, give me a break. I actually thought but. he looked a lot sexier once he turned into the dark side. <laughs> I liked prison Ken. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you didn't like I Malibu did. Ken. No. Like, I like the dark side Ken. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were showing him in the courthouse and he had like dark hair and he was like brooding and he looked angry and I was like, oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Remember back in the day we used to play with Jailhouse Barbie and Death Row Ken? <laughs> no, I was um, I would always steal Armand's G.I. Joe's. And then that would be like their hot guy in town. <laughs> We're gonna go visit yeah. a GI Joe. <laughs> Step aside, Ken. <laughs> Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> and they're like not even at all the same size. No, they were big. They were big. They oh, were like the Barbie. Yeah, they were like Barbie size. Ooh, Armand, you had Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> Watch my mom just bought him like military Ken. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a bunch of military Kens. He's like, these are GI Joes. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> I yeah, used to steal um, those. The, the documentary is about this couple that kidnapped, unfortunately, they kidnapped teenage girls, like 15, 16, and then, uh, you know, sexually Don't assaulted them much. and then murdered them. That's the, well. That's that's what the documentary is about. Okay. It's called the Ken and Barbie Killers. <laughs> you told them everything. <laughs> you told them. You told them they killed. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's in the fucking title. 
<laughs> Get off my back, Nadia. I'm so dead. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh God. But the story has the story has a more element um to where like the guy was uh, was perpetrating crimes even before they got together and then like what what each person's involvement in the crimes and then um there's like videotapes that they find and oh stuff. the tapes and yeah this like again this is uh is this common knowledge from the fact that they're showing videotapes of them in the trailers but right they found tapes that they had made of all of the assaults uh that they had done or you know the crimes they had perpetrated yeah um and they get found by an attorney and then the attorney and and his assistant who is now this sweet old lady has to watch them it's like six tapes mm-hmm. and the the way that just the lady's describing how bad they are no, it's, like it's one of the saddest things I've seen in a long time. Yeah, the tapes are something that you can tell whoever watched the tapes in this documentary of the people that they're interviewing, the way that they talk about the tapes, like you can like see it in their eye as if they're watching it all over again. These people are completely traumatized. And they were saying, you know, obviously the jury had to watch it. Um, and there was a handful of people that had to watch it and it was from what they say, one of the sickest, most evil, terrifying things they've ever seen in their lives. And it's just like, <sighs> yeah. And I mean, obviously, the, what were you saying? No, I'm just saying there's just some really sick and twisted people in this world. And it's just scary to think about, you know, that these people are. Walking around, I think about that often, actually. Like, how many close encounters do we get with murderers and psychopaths Mm -hmm. in our day-to-day lives, whether we go to Starbucks or whatever, that we're just walking and they're, like, right there next to us living amongst us, you know? It's just crazy crazy to think about. It's, um, It's really, it's insane because, like, for any crimes of any of any kind that are are done inside of a house mm-hmm. you're like well they the, there's neighbors around and they you know you're as you're a neighbor you're they're watering your lawn yeah and you don't know that there's a you know person chained up in a basement or something like that wow that's crazy crazy you know what i mean um and i will say that uh, obviously they don't show the videos in the documentary no. and they don't even play the audio or anything so you don't have to worry about having to go through it um but it's uh it was it was really interesting and you know we we burned it in like no time <laughs> yeah yeah we've been it, binging a lot of stuff a lot of stuff we're just like you know what let's just one more you know that that dreaded yeah one more episode one more one more decision that just takes over your whole day yeah it's an interesting story um just you know, if you're into murder docs and crime mystery and all that kind of stuff, then it's right up your alley because it's just scary how cold people are, how cold people really can be. And that's definitely the Ken and Barbie Killers documentary really does take a deep dive into that. It's just, wow. Yeah, and, <laughs> and we've been watching a lot of documentaries, mostly I think because of Discovery Plus. Yeah, I love Discovery because Plus. Because we've been jumping on Discovery Plus to watch, like, you know, what you guys already know. We watch food competition shows. Man. So, you know, you get to the homepage and it's like, hey, watch this. Like, There's a documentary about, the, about Chippendales. Oh, yeah. About, you know, just that business. So, we'll, we'll have to talk to you guys about that on another episode. But there's just so <laughs> many documentaries on there that we've been watching. It's been... Such a blast. <laughs> such a blast. I've been having such a good time. Murders. I, I love when shit is real. It's just like a different gravitas to the yeah. whole situation. I actually kind of, when you and I are not picking stuff together, like, it's so funny. It's either I'm picking documentaries and educational shit or total hot garbage. <laughs> it's like one or the other. <laughs> but I love documentaries. I I watched a gang ton. I actually forgot that when... You had COVID. How, what other ones did I watch? 
I'm going to have to write that down. I don't even remember at this point. I watched so many. But a lot of profiles on people, too, because I find people fascinating. Mm -hmm. But um, another thing that we watched, uh, which is also based on a true story, was The Landscapers on... What was that on? That's on HBO. HBO. The worst and greatest streaming app ever. (laughs) HBO Max. Worst worst app, best shows. (laughs) I don't know why they can't get it together. Yeah. No. Um, it's just not a good one. Uh, but that show, you started watching, and then I started kind of paying attention, like, I don't know. Episode two. Okay. Yeah, it's... The, the Landscapers is a mini series or a whatever they call them now, um, but it's only four episodes, and that's yeah. the whole thing. So... As far as streaming is concerned or binging, it's a very quick watch. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> um, but it stars uh, David Thewlis, who, you know, is was Lupin in the Harry Potter films, but he's like a really good actor. And then it stars uh, Olivia Coleman, mm-hmm. who is a British actress who I, I, I love her. I think she's really good. Yeah, um, she's a great. She was in a show once called... Um, broad church that's okay. like a super heartbreaking like story about a kid that, that gets killed or whatever it's like a murder mystery thing but it's 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 heartbreaking it's it's really good um but the landscapers <laughs> sounds is, great is, is the retelling of a true story of this couple who is living in france and they run out of money so he the you know she doesn't work and he can't get a job because his French isn't good enough. So they start running out of money. So he asks, he calls his mother, no his stepmother, and asks her for money, and tells her where they are. You know we're in France, and the reason that we're in France for some reason he tells them because we buried uh, my wife's parents in their backyard. Yeah, and from then it just goes crazy and it's basically the story of this couple that gets um uh gets arrested and and uh charged or whatever with the murder of these parents of her parents so this is the story of whether or not they did it this is more of their version of the story they are telling the investigators this is right. what happened. This is how it really went down. Yeah. And the investigators don't believe them and are telling their version of the story. No, this is how it went down. I need you to admit that this is how it happened. And she's like, you know, they're both like, no, this is the truth. And well, yeah. And as they are doing their interrogation, this is like kind of my favorite part. They get very theatrical with it. And they kind of do like the interrogator's version. It's it's all looks like a play. The way that they they reenact everything. It's so cool, visually really amazing. Um. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree with you. Um, it's it's interesting because from the beginning, from the first episode, the first shot of the movie is. His is like a meta shot because it's people walking in the rain, but it starts with okay, lights, back, back, you know, ground, background actors action. It's like it starts with a director telling people what to do, mm-hmm. and they go action, and then the camera starts moving. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're starting behind the scenes because you're hearing the director, you know, call action, and then the show starts. That was in the first episode? That was in the first episode. Ah, see, I didn't catch that. And then, and I thought it was weird, uh-huh. but then you're like, okay, whatever. And then as the show progresses, visually and set design-wise, it's really interesting because it does go mm-hmm. give you these crazy elements of live theater. Mm-hmm. It's like, they'll they'll be in the interrogation room, and then to get to the next scene, which takes place in a cell... Mm-hmm. They'll just leave the room and now all of a sudden they're on a back lot mm-hmm. and they're walking to the next set. So mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting. Like you said, it's kind of mm-hmm. like you're watching a play and you're watching the sets move around. Yeah. Um, I really the, like that part. Yeah. They'll break the characters will break the fourth wall from time to time. It's not a lot. Uh, you know, it's not like 
you know, Ferris Bueller's Day Off yeah, and yeah. shit like that. It's just, it, but it's all for a choice. Yeah, it's, it's all selective. done perfectly. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't take you out of the whole thing. It, it somehow elevates it into something more interesting to watch. But it's a, it's a phenomenal show. Man. And the story itself, I remember I asked you, I was like, do we ever find out what the truth is? Like, because there's two different motives in this scenario. You know, they're pleading innocence that, um, you know, I'm like trying not to give too much away because I really think you guys should check out this show. It's really, really cool. Um, but obviously the two stories are very different. And I asked you, I was like, do we ever find out? And I think we, we don't really find out what the truth is, but I, I want, I choose to believe her story. Like her story does make sense and it's very sad and it becomes her personal story is very, very sad leading up to what actually happens obviously is a tragedy as well, but her personal story and then it there's there's like a love story woven into it through all of it. It's like a real true love story of how deeply they love one another and how they had their backs till the very end. You know, it was just like a Bonnie and Clyde type thing. Yeah, but, it's it's really good and and like I said, it it won't take you uh, long to get through it. And hopefully, if you guys watch it, let us know uh, what you thought of it because we we really recommend it. Yeah, I would watch it again. Honestly, I really liked it. (laughs) I really, really liked it. It was really good. So yeah, that's basically the things that we have been watching. Um, We have a bunch of other things that we've watched. And by the time I feel like we get to all this, like, I I don't even remember what I watch anymore. There's so much stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's the way the world now. There's... (sighs) As this stuff, you know, as as we don't go anywhere, we don't as do COVID anything. COVID surges, and then you know it it ebbs and it flows, and you're like, okay, it's it's fine, it's okay to go out, and then they're like, hey, Canada is shutting down every movie theater again, man, you know, because they had a surge and stuff like that. So there's there's just a lot of TV and a lot of stuff that you just kind of turn to, yeah, and you know, like I could say, we choose to talk about the stuff that we did like or something we really didn't like. But there's a lot of stuff that we'll go through that's just good. Everybody already knows it's good. Like, you know, did we watch Spider-Man? Of course we watched Spider-Man. Yeah. Was it great? Yes. yes. <laughs> but you don't need us to tell you that because you know it was good. Yeah, it was so and good. And if you didn't think it was good, you're crazy. Because <laughs> it was dope. No, it was really good. And you guys already know me and Marvel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> I was really good. Um. But if there's any shows or movies, I mean, there's hardly, there's really not that many movies like coming out that I can really think of that I want to see. But then again, I feel like everything is a series now. It's like, I don't know, the movie, where are the movies going? (laughs) Movies are dead. Uh, But yeah, if you guys have any suggestions, we accept and welcome them. Please, please, please. Um, But one thing we have been doing, of course, is eating. (laughs) You know it. As always. And it's funny because we we kind of like inadvertently started this spicy chicken journey. (laughs) Yeah, no. Spicy chicken quest. It's like we've been talking about it for since like almost the beginning of the show. Yeah. But as we kind of noticed it, we're like, you know, we actually have gone and tried a lot of these Nashville style and, and hot chicken, spicy chicken. Like, it, it's just, it's a trip. You know what I mean? We're like, we could literally start ranking them. <laughs> yeah. So we're on a quest for the best spicy chicken sandwich out there. So again, if there's a place that you guys can suggest, let us know. Um, as a reminder, we have tried Al's hot chicken, which was excellent. Um, Omar raves about their waffle. It's, uh, yeah. There's uh, Al's Hot Chicken on Venice in, I guess, I don't want to say it's in Venice. It seems more Culver City, West LA. But the point is, their chicken is good, but they have the most phenomenal waffle you can get. So that's <laughs> like that, the chicken's great, but the waffle. <laughs> but yeah, but the fact that I can get a, like a Lies style waffle with the pearl sugar, you know, hot and ready and, and right there, right, like a block from work, Uh-oh. that puts them high. Uh, on the list how many times have you gone there hmm? uh, mister 
I'm not going to disclose that. Mm-hmm. I see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you're busted. Uh, Sam's crispy chicken. Um, we not sure if we've talked about that on the show. They have a lot of options when it comes to different styles of chicken, whether it's just breaded and fried or um, they have Nashville style or spicy. Um, and it was really good. I made a mistake and actually didn't order the spicy. I thought I did and I didn't. Right. Still really good fried chicken sandwich, but I was looking for the spicy. The mac and cheese was whack. Um, <laughs> mac and cheese is such a hard one to get right at restaurants. Uh, of course, over here in Inglewood, there's cluck and bun. That one's really, really good. Um, and they do they put hot Cheeto dust in there? Yeah, so cluck and bun. That's makes why there it's in there like batter, if you will. Yeah, so hot Cheeto dust. Hot Cheetos, really so yummy. Um, of course, Dave's. I'm sure most of you know Dave's. Dave's is, Dave's is pretty popular. Uh, is a chain. We actually just had that Saturday night again, mm-hmm. and still delicious. Still good. Still good. Um, and then at the Grove, there's a little. If you go to the marketplace or the food court area or whatever. Um, there is a stand. I cannot remember the exact name of it, but it's just hot chicken. And they have Nashville style. They have all different styles. Uh, that chicken sandwich was really, really good, too. Um, the chicken was thick and juicy, which is a must, obviously. And spice level, I think they had maybe three options. Mm-hmm. I tend to stick with the medium. Um and again, it was really, really, really good. But as of recently, we just tried Hotville chicken. And let me tell you about Hotville chicken. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that chicken is not for the faint of heart. If you are on a, a hot journey, a, a journey of heat like myself, I'm trying to make myself more tolerant of heat because Omar makes fun of me. And I started <laughs> off with like Tapatio and here we are. <laughs> like... I'm making advancements. Um, so anyways, they have like four, I want to see one, two, three, four different levels of heat at Hotville Chicken, starting with West Coast Plain. Then it goes to Cali Mild, Music City Medium, and ends at Nashville Hot. Okay? Yep. And I'm thinking, I look at this and I'm like, okay, Medium Mild, that's where I live. Uh, and we're at the counter and the lady goes, do you want me to give you a sample? And she gave us the sample of, I think it was the medium. Of the medium. Yeah. she Because yeah. I was going to get the medium. And she literally stopped me and was like, let me, let you, you need to try this. <laughs> <laughs> you need to, she literally was you like, you need to try me, this. Let me let you try this sauce before you burn your mouth out. It wasn't even sauce. It's not sauce. No, oh, no, it's the. It's the seasoning. Well, yeah. they gave us, was it a fry they gave us with yeah, the seasoning? Yeah, with the seasoning. Okay, it was the mild, I mean, sorry, it's medium wet, seasoning. It's like a wet seasoning, so it might Is as well it? be a sauce. I, I, it wasn't like a dry. I don't think it was wet. What are you talking about? Because remember, we were. she was even telling us they don't even put buttermilk in the batter or anything like that. It's just like straight up cayenne. <laughs> <laughs> they just like dredge it in cayenne and fry it. <laughs> I don't know. But she gives me a sample of the medium. Mm-hmm. And I literally was standing at the counter for like five minutes going. <laughs> I was dying. It was so hot. And I I can't even imagine what the Nashville hot is. Like, it, it, it's going to burn your tongue off. So I went up with the, the Cali Mild. And it was still scorching hot. So if I ever try that again, which I don't know. Honestly, if that's my chicken spot of choice, if I'll even go again, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to have to do the West Coast plane. And that's not even plain. It's still got the heat, still got the spice on there. Because <laughs> I was reading reviews and people were like, oh, yeah, this place is extremely spicy. Like, I had to switch to West Coast plane and now I can enjoy it. <laughs> like, what? Now you can enjoy it? I mean, I I will say this. The way that she was, the the way that the lady that at the counter was describing it they take this shit serious yeah they're like yo this is this is what nashville hot chicken is yeah it's authentic and um 
yeah, like you said, she's like, we don't do any of this and any of that. Like nothing to say, cut it. Basically saying we don't fuck around. Like this is how it goes down, and I, it's straight heat. It's it's crazy heat. It's located uh, right in the uh, Baldwin Hills Crenshaw Plaza. Mm-hmm. Well, it's obviously it's adjacent to it. Um, but I don't know if I could recommend it because like <laughs> it was just so hot and I don't feel like the flavor of the meal of, of the chicken was like something I'm like, man, that was delicious. Yeah. I was just like, holy shit. My mouth was, is on fire. This was some of the hottest chicken I've ever had. Yeah. It was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. The br- The bun was good. The actual chicken itself was very tender and juicy. Uh, they use a kale coleslaw, which wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> that cayenne is is brutal. And then there was a, I, I want to say he was like an off-duty employee or somebody who was affiliated yeah. with the store. Right. Was sitting in a booth near us. And I took the sample and I, I started eating. I was like, ah, ah, ah. And he could not stop laughing. Laughing, He goes, this is my favorite part of the day when I get to watch people try the samples. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like a thing. Well, it was funny because we tried the French fries and we're like, whoa, that's hot. And I have an issue where it, it doesn't stop me from doing so. But whenever I eat something hot. It'll trigger hiccups. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. And I'm always kind of fighting it. Like mm-hmm. it, it's like okay, I can almost feel it. Like I'm like, oh, this is about to happen. But I, I remember trying that, and I was like, well, I'm glad I tried that. I was like, because I don't want to be hiccuping all night. <laughs> and the guy, the same guy, you had already gone up to go to the bathroom, and the guy turns to me, he goes, "You know, the hiccups aren't the ones you're gonna have to worry about all night." <laughs> And I was like, oh, shit, this is literally telling me I'm going to die in the bathroom after this. I'm like, don't you work here? <laughs> yeah. You're, not, <laughs> you're really not selling me on this, what I'm about to eat. So what you're saying is you willingly <laughs> like, eat this imagine, shit imagine and burn. Like, I don't eat here. Yeah, right. Are you crazy? <laughs> you shit hot fire all the time <laughs> by choice, <laughs> knowing what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. So... If you guys are up for a challenge, um, or if you just really like hot food, you should check it out because it's yeah. from all the delivers. Ones, <laughs> yeah, definitely from all the ones that we've had. Um, hot veal chicken has been the hottest, and I didn't even go hot, right? Like, yeah. So even even at at the medium, um, you got the mild. Like it was still hot. Yeah. But for me, still the the one that tastes the best is cluck and bun. Oh, that's your favorite. I think Cluck and Bun is the one that's my favorite. I like Dave's a lot. I like Dave's. I like Cluck and Bun too. Mm-hmm. The, the, I think those are kind of both. Yeah, they're both. They're both up there for me. But again, if you guys know of any good spicy chicken, Nashville chicken uh, spots, let us know. I I feel like we damn near hit them all. <laughs> 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 There's gonna be little like off ones that are not chains well, i'm sure that we haven't hit up yet well, but we need to we we definitely need to say that we have not had howland rays oh that's like right we still, which is the as far as i know the one that was that really blew up yeah you know out here like i haven't had that one yet i haven't so. either and, and it, it's, it's with good I'm, reason yeah because i'm not we, we've talked about it before i'm just not willing to wait so you no. know, we'll see what's up there's also one called uh, Angry Chicks. Okay. But it's in, it's like in Panorama City. Okay. So that's a, a planned drive that, you know, we're just like, hey, we're going to go up to the past uh, Burbank to have some chicken. Just for the chicken? <laughs> How much you guys want us to try that? <laughs> I know. Let us know. We need a chicken Patreon. Send us gas money in our <laughs> cash app. <Yeah. laughs> we're going to be posting our cash app so you can send us chicken money. <laughs> and then we'll let you know we'll try it for you <laughs> yeah, that's so funny but um yeah other than that that's pretty much what been um it's pretty much been our week our life just eating and watching <laughs> I know. it's terrible i you know i'm just we're surging right now so it's a little scary to do things um i 
had to make one of those calls of not going to a big family party. It was my George's, my George's, my cousin George's 50th. So shout out to cousin George. Um, he had a big birthday party that I really, really, really wanted to go to. And we just kind of decided to not go. And I'm just so sad. My FOMO's on another level. What can you do? You know, we're all, we all have decisions and, no judgment if that's what you guys want to do. It's just everybody's got to do what they what's best for them. So we've just been dealing with COVID too many times over here and just a lot of things that have put us down, um, a lot of setbacks, <laughs> I would say, that I just don't really want to go through that again. So uh, just trying to do our best to stay safe. And we hope you guys are too, that you guys stay safe out there. It's crazy times. So just make sure you guys keep your health right and keep your mind right. And stay one safe day, out there. one day we'll get out of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Ending well, on a happy note. <laughs> yeah, and, and with that, we're going to go ahead and say thank you so much. Uh, that's the end of the show this week. As always, you can find us on all of our socials. You know what they are. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, you know, I'm going to make an... Like, we should just do a recording that plays We do, out. we do. We need to do a recording. Do the, an outro so we don't have to keep <laughs> fucking it up. How professional. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Bye, everybody. This is Omar. And Nadia signing off. Goodbye. We everywhere, baby.